Hello, my kids and cats. Facebook, it is the Cocktail Social. I did not know what type of uh, um, applause that was, but <laughs> I, I thought that was, that it sounded like rattling papers for a minute. Because it, it, it wasn't the applause. They just went off. Oh, we got to have a fight every time. Oh, my. First of all, that that is a horrible. I mean, I need a buzz or something. Because those applause is a shit <laughs> the hell up. <laughs> yeah, I need <laughs> Hello, like my kids and cats in Facebook world. It is me, Blue Waters, the host of the Cocktail Social. And these are my socialites. And this is another Cocktail Social Hour. I mm -hmm. hope that you have grabbed your cocktails. I have mine. I have two, actually, because it's been that type of week. I need two drinks right now. And I'm going to, um, look, I am depending on my socialites to hold me over the day because, woo, it's been one of those days. Mm -hmm. It's been one of those days. So I found out one of my clients, well, in my job, um, somebody was exposed to the the COVID-19. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Coronavirus. And first of all, I'm, I'm from the old school where when you say somebody got something, you start looking for bleaching water. You don't go get alcohol. You don't go get Lysol. You get bleach and water. And so my friend, when they told me, then I'm from the real old school. I don't. I exclude the water. I just bleach down. So now I'm over here smelling like lungs burning. <laughs> I have I have bleach fumes in my system because let me tell you, that's I wash like that loose. I wash down the walls. I wash down everything, and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I didn't turn into my grandmother. Because she swore for God that if you was on anything like drugs or you had any illness, you had something that was going to kill you and kill the rest of us. And so she sprayed down everything and probably killed us in the making. Like she was mm -hmm. slowly killing us, but she didn't even realize it. But she was trying to help us in the meantime and between times. That was just high. <laughs> All type of vapors. Um, let me tell you, it, she was the first. Let me. I mixed ammonia and bleach because of this woman. Because I was Ooh. like, look, it has to be good and clean. Yo, that's a bomb. That's a that's a uh, gas bomb you just created. Talking about why blue and then passed out in the floor. Right. <laughs> uh, let me tell you. And at first, I was thinking to myself, okay, it's cool. Um, you know, I've been taking, look, it had not affected me directly. Indirectly, I've known several individuals, but when they said, oh, no, there's a possibility. And then they said I had to take, so th this was another test, because I don't like to take the nose test. I have not taken the nose test. I do the throat swab. Uh, that gag is. Every so often, I had to show off my skills. <laughs> um, the doctor almost lost the arm today. We got us a regular sports style of swallow over here. <laughs> Well, where the fuck did she come from? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no, look at the screen. First of all, I, I ain't got my video on because I'm, I'm, um, 
I'm working right now. Um, <laughs> Sound like she getting hot tests. No, a dinner party, <laughs> honey. I don't do those type of things. Thank you very much. You can mm-hmm. you can be on screen while you're doing your dinner party. It's a cocktail social. You ain't got to hide unless you're in there doing something. See oh, no, no. I ain't, I ain't nothing like that. You know, I'm just in here in somebody's kitchen. I'm at somebody's house in the kitchen and whatnot. Yeah, you in the kitchen. Take us on a tour. What they got? Go open the refrigerator. Look what they got in the refrigerator. You know how when you be like, what y'all got to eat? What you got over there to eat? I'm hungry. Well, we made them. Um, we made them for. For appetizer, they had shrimp wrapped in barbecue shrimp wrapped in bacon, and yes. then for, um, then they had an appetizer. Uh, I mean, no, then they had a salad, and then they had um, two broiled crab cakes, asparagus, yes. and roasted potatoes. And then for dessert, they had crème brûlée mm. and mm. cheesecake. They bougie. Bring me a plate. Cheese. <laughs> Yeah, so y'all got, you know, it, it never goes wrong when they say um, I'm bacon and barbecue sauce. It's a party. Right. You said, the three, you said the three major things, bacon, barbecue, and shrimp. Yeah. I don't even eat but I'm bacon, but I just want to show up because I know that the other stuff sounds like it's going to be good. And I might sneak a, I might sneak some bacon because I haven't had it in so long. Yeah, and it's Corona. Look, it's 2020. Real bacon and so long. I might, in 2020, I might have to convert back to bacon. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> It'd be sick. That's like, like me know. saying, that's like me saying, oh, I'm straight. <laughs> 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 the lie detector determined and that was a lie. <laughs> Hello. Funny. Hello. I look, look, this 2020, I can be anything I want to be. Anything. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> I can do I can be anything I set my mind to. Mm-hmm. Except for straight. Except for that. <laughs> So tell me, so, so tell me what's been going on, everyone. I said, I'm going to start with you, Miss K, because I didn't see you last week. So tell me something good. Oh, what is good? Mm. I don't have COVID. Yay. Amen. Yay. Amen. Yay. Amen. Amen. Won't he win? Y'all did not sound enthusiastic. She said she did not have COVID. Y'all was like, yeah. And it is. Yeah. You know, things are things are good. Um, I got my health. I still got a job. All yes. my my family is still here with me. Things are great. Great, 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 great. Amen to that. Yes. Can't ask for anything more than that. Yeah, and I got somebody gave me a dumb cane plant. I'm excited about What's that. What's that? 
But what? What is that? Somebody's house and you seen the big, it's like really tall and they got to like add sticks and strings to hold it up. I think you have one, um, Mazel. Like a corn plant? It looks like, yeah. look like corn? Almost kind of, sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like a we call them corn plants because it like grow up like corn like this, and then it just flops over. Yeah, start bending and twisting, and you gotta get yeah, like a corn plant. Yeah, somebody gave me one, so I'm super excited about that. Those little things make me happy. Don't judge me. Oh shoot, I like plants. Shoot, I I be happy to get plants as gifts. So I ain't mad with you. If I ain't have all this pussy running around here, I'm sorry, cats, pussy cats running around here, I would have. <laughs> I would, I would have plants, but I, and you know, I can't clean up after them. I'm sorry. I, I, I hope the FCC or whoever they is don't mad at me for making that Freudian slip. I meant cats, meant cats. Yeah, yeah. Put in the I want to learn that um, I'm line dance so bad, but it's so complicated. Yeah, it do look like it's complicated. I ain't that coordinated, so, you know. It is really. Back in my, uh, what do you call that stuff you used to do? Zumba days, we learned how to do that line dance. You know how to do it. I did back then. That was years and years ago. Miss K, you know how to do it? You still remember how to do it? I can look it up and probably learn it. Well, shit, let's make it our business for all of us to learn that one. All right, I'm good for a line dance chat. I was just about to say, let's do that in our hole because we're about to get shut down again. So yeah, I want to go down to like a park or something and learn how to do that line dance. What's you line dance? Name? Which line dance? Uh, bring, bring in the, in the cat. Oh, Cause once I learned that, that's that's a whole nother level. Is that line dance is complicated when I saw it, but it's so smooth. I love it. And whenever they put that on at the club, I just turn all the way up. My sister, by the way, um, sister, happy birthday! Welcome to the forties, my little angel. Happy birthday! Yeah, she's a Scorpio. It's Scorpio season. So shout out to all my Scorpions. Ba, 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 ba. Wait a minute. I think our president is the scorpion. <laughs> he is. Who that? Cotton Eye Joe. All right, President Biden. I, I'm claiming him. So, so tell me something good, Mr. Cowser. Well, tell me something good. I don't know. I, um, my schedule been pretty routine. Um, I just be working. Trying to create new things. What do you feel about? What do you feel about them opening up some of the schools? Do you think that they should do that, or do you think that they should just maintain keeping them closed? They need to keep them closed, and they these parents are blaming or saying the children are not learning. Well, they wasn't learning in the school, so being in the fucking school building not for make it easier for them to learn. Now you see what the problem is, but I, I don't agree with them being opened up. I'm not going back to them. Um, yeah. I, I made that decision. Not at this moment. Mazel, um, you being a parent, what do you believe about um, would you send 
your daughter back to school? Um, not if not if I can keep her home, no. Oh, that's right. Now the self now the selfish part of being a parent wants them to go back to school just so mm-hmm. that you can, you know, free your time up a little bit. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't send her back to school at the rest of her house. What is the oh okay. Mm-hmm. So if it means kids gonna be sick and all that, which more than likely they will, she will not mm-hmm. be going back. And if she has the option to still learn from home, that's what she'll be doing. Okay. Tamika said one of her uh, line dance friends choreographed that line dance, so I might oh. have to go visit her, and she gonna have to give me a one on one. I'm thank you, Tamika. Thanks for joining us. Oh, I'm gonna have to do that as myself. I wanna. Uh, learn that dance yeah, so big from me, from us, from yeah. us. Yeah. Oh, we need to start a walk party too. Meet me in the park. Yes, we can go out there and take over Montebello. Okay. What's your thing with Montebello? Oh, because it's closer to you. Yeah. What you want? Where you want me to go at Drew Hill, where they be out in the park in the in the cars, oh, having okay. social gatherings. I'm not going. An no, 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 thank you. I pass. I stick with what I know. Montebello is nice and scenic, and it gives me what I need. It gives you what you need. It gives me what I need, and it's wonderful eye candy out eye candy out there. So, to all the guys that's out there that's lifting weights and doing their exercises, keep doing it during the winter. Because that is motivation to us fat bitches. I mean, fat ladies who need to get out there and want to walk. That's what the whole going on that. For all the ladies, if you need any eye candy, go yeah. to Montebello because they be out there faithfully. Yeah. I, just, I, have a, I have a message. I have a message to the out-of-shape trainers. Who are out here trying to sell their services to uh, little old victims like myself? I'm gonna blast you because uh, I just I just uh, did like a trial run with one and nigga, you more out of shape than me. Pick me. <laughs> Go ahead. What's your definition of out of shape? Like, are you um, talking body size because they not cut up, or you mean no? It's just not even. It's not far. even cut up, but. You you decided to become a trainer because you slim and you figure like that's gonna be my quarantine job. So I'm gonna go out there and get a couple of dollars from these people. But he had three of us show up and it felt like we were more in shape than he was. Oh, and I was like, this is, yeah, this is weird. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm good. So <laughs> about, oh. do some push-ups, right. do three more push-ups. <laughs> at first, at first, I was like, maybe he got you know a little asthma or something. But no, that nigga was not a little asthma. This nigga was out of shape, but it's cool. Just don't you not you not get my money because we I'm not gonna pay you to, to take be, the class too. I'm not to doing that. Shape while I'm getting in right. shape. Training me. Right. company. Right. Exactly. company. Right. We paying for your time and shit. No, okay. I'm good. Uh-uh. <laughs> Well, I was honestly looking for a personal trainer because I was like, you know, after you reach a certain age, that weight becomes mm. stubborn to go any place. Mm. And let me tell you, 
after I've reached, let me tell you, being 32, it's hard for me to be. 30 what? You heard me. <laughs> 30 what? That's, there's nothing wrong with any of your uh, your mic. For what power? Yeah, For what power are you 32? I said oh, that I was 32. To <laughs> <laughs> <So> what power? <laughs> 32 to the... 32 to the zero. I'm 32. That's all you need to know. Oh, okay. So anyway, Jesus, I say that. you do the Mayan time. Right, right. Oh, Jesus, I is that, that, that is that that new math? That's that new math? It's short like eight years or shit. Right. Oh, Jesus, He's doing that, that, that new math. <laughs> <laughs> uh, show your work. Show your work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> When that skin start losing that elasticity, the truth is being told. They don't have no snap back. No snap back. Oh, see, well, I'm good. I don't have that problem because at 32, that's not the issue. All I have is a little bit fluffy around the edges. Just fluffy. Not around the edges. They look like old-ass kiwis.
today, I had one of those hateful lucid dreams where they call it the witch riding your back. Mm. I had one of those. And it was it was rough stuff. And, and I was always taught, like, when you have one of those dreams, you're supposed to call Jesus, but you never can. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was about to say. <laughs> so... Yeah, you ne- you never can. Like I, I was trying, I was trying to even try to trick my brain into being able to sing it, and I couldn't. And I ended up just waking up, hearing myself going, mm. "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. What was you doing? <laughs> One more time for the camera. <laughs> 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 I'm a, I'm a, I, it's a tape out there where I was doing the same thing. It's a, it's a tape out there in which I did the same thing, but it wasn't because the witch was riding my back. Oh, no, 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 no. It wasn't a witch, but it was a bitch. Oh, Lord. Oh Lord, no! Oh Lord, no! <laughs> um. Well, first of all, I think with me meditating more, I'm, my dreams are becoming a lot more lucid. Yeah. So I'm also so I experience it more in real time than before, and I'm also retaining my dreams a lot more, which scares me because it sometimes gets so real that I believe it's actually happening. Hmm. So I that type that kind of frightens me. So I that has made me not meditate as much as I used to because I do know that the dreams become very vivid for me and like sense of like my senses like feeling smelling um uh, it was a dream I had last night where um I felt like I was going to the bathroom you know urinating and then poor husband painted all over <laughs> You've been home. That wasn't no damn dream. You've been trying to piss on him for a long time. Poor husband. I all Kelly the hell out of him. I mean, I, I, it felt real. It felt real. Is that is that the same thing? This grown ass man pissing on himself. He's a grown ass man pissing the bed. The fact that you know that you dream and that doesn't like take some of the fear out of it for you. That do well when you have in a dream, you actually don't know. I mean, for me, when it's a lucid dream, you don't believe that you're experiencing a dream because it feels real. No, no lucid dreaming no, is lucid dream. You know, lucid dream. You you know you're dreaming. Yeah, it's just that you can control. You can almost control what you're doing. Yeah, in the dream. Um, but then I've been peeing on him for the longest time. That's what that. that <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> That's not the same then. <laughs> well, there you have it, Facebook. And you now know the difference between a lucid dream and drunken ass person. <laughs> Too many cocktails mean you will get peed on. Yeah, you take your lucid dream. You take you taking wet dream to a whole nother level. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Gilmore, you silent over there. Mm-hmm. Are you bu- are you busy, sir? <laughs> he has an lucid dream right now. <laughs> <laughs> we are the dream. Lucid really dream. That means I can control some of the narrative, and I can't right now. So y'all don't want me to do that. <laughs> mm. 
Wait a minute. Hold on. That's down like it's going to be X-rated. Uh-uh. <laughs> or TDTs or SmackDown. Please don't be a SmackDown. Even though the day I needed some, uh, I, I, I mean, I, what I need to do is take a boxing class. Yeah, I wanted to do that. Take a boxing class. It's good cardio, and it'll get some of this uh, aggression out, this pent-up energy. Because I feel a little bit displaced. So I do need to do something. And I think that that's just the effect of everything that's going on. And now that it, we're in holiday season and we have to kind of sit back and not engage, just got to find something to get that energy out. I don't even feel like I'm in a Thanksgiving mood. I can't believe it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, and that's real. Speaking I of things, I, I think I'm different on that one. I, I want to see y'all alive next year, so I'm good. Yeah. I have my turkey. I'm still out of here. Shit's still cool. I, mean, I don't know. I think I'm just the opposite on all of that. I get that everybody's feeling like it's not the same, but yeah, it probably shouldn't be. <laughs> and so uh, I feel like I want 2021, 2022. And so forth and so on to be so much better. So if that just means I can't be like chilling with everybody and everything, that's cool for me for right now. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think that varies. I think for introverted individuals, it's fine, you know, because for them, that's what their comfort zone is. But for extroverted person, that means that that requires them to challenge what they're used to doing. And mm-hmm. not everyone is social at the same. You know, not every one of us has the same need for social interaction some of us can they don't need as much i know i don't at times but i do recognize that i do need to socially engage and that's why i don't really use the phone because i really it's so impersonal and i don't really like it um i and it's also the way that i was raised i was raised with a close my my i'm and i wouldn't even say it's um southern a country i would just say that um, the background was that but the reality is my family was just close knit. So around the holidays, even though if you were separated, we were always, this is how we touched, you know, um, that's how we kept in touch with one another. We all gathered, we all brought our food, our special dishes, and you know, that was a good time. Not so much Christmas. Christmas was more so about you being with your your own families, but Thanksgiving was like where everybody just was like, look, your cousins and you know, right. the new baby, right. new additions to the family. You saw your grannies and things like that. And it just doesn't feel that way. And I think that for individuals that need that, this is going to be one of those times where it's going to really affect them because that's not something that they're able to do. And I absolutely agree with you, Mr. Gilmore, with they, they have to um, figure out a new way of doing it, you know, that helps them get through this moment. But... It's going to be jacked up for a lot of people. Yeah. I think it's it's useful because uh, in the last two years, I think um, I have a tradition that where I go over a certain house every uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. But uh, I, you know, last year I just set out uh, for Thanksgiving and I just spent it with myself. I didn't really even cook like that. Maybe you know something to snack on throughout the day. But I think it's it's somewhat useful because I think we're so busy trying to always 
be around people and do things, we're not really understanding the energy that we're going through the rest of the year with because we have this need. And I think a lot of people throughout this pandemic had that need to be around people who they really never felt that need for. Mm -hmm. And a lot of stuff is happening because we're not paying attention to just sitting still and just taking the time. Like it's not going to kill you to, you know, be on your own or just be in your home or, you know, with a, you know, one or two other people, but just be still for a second. Like, just say get that I'm a complete extrovert, complete, but mm-hmm. I'd rather join together at next Thanksgiving to join together at your fucking gravesite. Just and to say I mean, you did it. And that's, that's just not where I'm at. And like, literally, I'm watching this woman on Instagram. She's one of those Instagram famous people and all that other bullshit. And she just got COVID. And in mm-hmm. three days, her ass has just been doing videos. She, she on her way to Jesus. But she yeah. was at every party. She was at every gathering. She was having dinner every fucking weekend because that's what her family does. And now not only does she have it, but now her great-grandmother got it from her. Mm. Now her mm. grandmother got it from her. Now her, mm. little, her son got it. Her big brother. All these people got it because your ass just had to, I, I I don't understand that level of attention. Right. So that's for her. That's what works for her. Works for her. But they, they you say because my thing is, is that I want to see y'all motherfuckers next year. Right. I want to still be able to do some shit. I want to still be able to hang and drink. And and I'm talking about on a big level because, you know, a lot of people aren't having little small gatherings. I'm talking about these people that are still having these big ass things. Right. Like this promoter just talked about some party in Baltimore. He's like, we had 2,500 people there. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. why? Uh-uh. <laughs> it sounds like a piece of He's on Instagram bitching about being closed down because he's like, oh, we should have got Trump and I'm for the guy without the mask. And I'm like, nigga. And, and so we we not even looking at how selfish we're being. In front of it and everything. Trying so, to be a, so trying trying to get a bag. Like, just not I just, like, I just don't want to see y'all sick. I don't want to see anybody get. For me, who does have asthma and chronic lung issues, when you see somebody gasping for air, mm-hmm. I know exactly what the fuck that feels like. And that's, you literally will just stay up at night because you don't want to die in your sleep. Mm. Well, you don't want I know that type of fucking anxiety. <laughs> I just had that same conversation with my guest, my last guest on the show. Mm-hmm. And everybody's trying to get back to work and, and, and do things normally, but... It's a reason for everything. And I think we're in a season of being still and planning and preparing. And you don't have to be like always out. And they, I, I think a lot of us who are choosing to live our life indoors right now are getting a lot of slack from people. But it's, it's we're being responsible because I may not get it, but I may carry it to someone else. So I couldn't imagine, you know, trying to run to my grandmother's nursing home just so I can say I saw her and make a video and get her sick. And she doesn't make it the next year. Like, you know, I know death is inevitable and we don't know the time or the moment. But it's when you run into it, that's a problem. What do you think that they should do with regards to um, people's financial situation? Because I think for a lot of individuals, that's what's really impacting them is the fact that they don't, there is no solution for them. So what do you think? Um, what do you think? I think a big part of the financial thing, um, if we're talking just the financial piece of it, because yeah. 
my whole entire industry has been shut down. Mm -hmm. The whole thing. If I go get a job somewhere else, then I may be able to get about three hours a week doing some Zoom trainings and shit. So Mm -hmm. for a person who is in a fucked up ass financial situation, I mean, right now it's it's literally been about saving, being very practical. (laughs) Uh, You I don't know. It's like, this is not exactly a fucking normal time. You can't just say, oh, well, then I'm going to go do this. Well, okay. Now, I can say, well, I'm going to go get this other job, do 12 hours a week, because these motherfucking jobs ain't really giving you a ton of hours, because it ain't really a lot that you can do. Right. And so now I go do these hours, and then they five people got COVID. Now I got to run around, pray to Jesus with my ass on it. I ain't got time for this. Right. So, right. It, I don't know. I really don't know what to tell anybody to do. I don't know what the fuck to tell anybody to how to plan their life, how to do any of that shit. All I'm saying is everybody think about your fucking health, think about everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Because you just don't want to go through that shit. You don't want to... I don't know. I thank God that I've had these horrific experiences in the hospital where I've been hanging on by a thread because maybe it gives me just a little bit more to fight for but y'all don't want that shit. Mm-hmm. Shit ain't cool. You don't want to put it online. You ain't trying to get no fucking clout from being sick. Fuck that shit. You want, you just don't want it. Being healthy is much better. I'm telling you. <laughs> Looking like, at I'm, it as like fear mongering and it's it's so dumb. It's, it's so simple. It's, right. It's, but a lot of I, a lot of people looking at it that way. It's like consider like it's considering your brother above yourself, basically. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've I had planned to do a gathering for me and my girlfriends and I already had an RSVP list and everything because I already knew I only wanted a set number of people there. But now that the numbers are like escalating the way that they are, I'm mm-hmm. even second guessing whether or not I want to do it anymore. Like as much as I want to see these ladies, like right. I don't know that I want to do it anymore because it's getting dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe that. Um, well, I, I, the way that it's looking, and I did, I've always been a strong, strong um, advocate for just shutting everything down because I just mm-hmm. believe that because it's an airborne, and I've, I've um, had bronchial pneumonia, so I know what it's like when your lungs lock. It's a very <laughs> scary thing, and it did almost kill me, so I did experience that portion. And um, it's not something that you do want to play with. It's not something that was walking pneumonia. It just developed. So I had these asthma-like effects, and my lungs would lock after I would go into these coughing fits. And eventually, one day, my lungs just locked completely and would not open up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not something that you want to play with. Um, but I do believe that because the way that it's being handled, I think it's being handled. And they're doing it the best that they can. They feel as though they're doing it the best that they can. So my kudos to them trying. I will say that people are trying. I just don't believe that with this type of virus that having mobility is the most prudent thing. I think making it where there is limited mobility, period, will contain it. And this is something that needs to be contained. Because but but, but not only that, I feel like each each state needs it needs to be across the board. Not right. Not I can, you know, you you live in Florida and Florida's still open, but then Georgia's closed. Absolutely. Like, I I don't think like they I I think that if everybody had a shutdown at one time, Mm 
mm-hmm. instead of having it, you know, up to the states on what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I just feel like mm-hmm. if, if they had a stop movement for, for the whole country at one time and have everybody, you know, just be indoors for that period of time, I think it would have slowed it a whole lot more than what it has been. Because, I mean, you had some states that were still open up until the last minute. And then, you know, they closed down for like maybe two weeks or so. And the next thing you know, you know, states were opening back up. So, you know, there's an individual responsibility, too, because we know what is necessary. But a lot of people, it felt like greed, like magnified so much throughout this. And people just had a need to make money and get the bag and just be out doing something that we, we, I mean, we can blame the government for not having a better strategy, but we had to follow the rules. Look how, look how many people were breaking the rules, you know, but I still think having that parties and stuff. I mean, it wasn't necessarily enforced. It was almost like it was yeah. an option. You mm. could shake ass in Harford County, but you couldn't shake ass in Baltimore City. So that's mm-hmm. not even okay. just a state by state. Even within the state, different, yeah. different counties had different rules. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like that's big. That's part of the problem. I feel like if but a lot of it is greed, a lot of it is the fact that you know there is no plan, and that also a lot of it that at the top of our leadership, it was being politicized. It's, it's mm-hmm. fake news. It ain't real. So you got people who there are people who I did not realize as intensely that they really take every word of President Sanders fucking gospel. Right. And they go by that shit. And then they die. Well, I mean, you had a fucking election that, night joint. Everybody gets COVID. That situation. <laughs> yeah, people mm. tried a bleak situation and that didn't work <clears throat> out for them too well. Well, if you drink and put you deserve it. I ain't got you, time for that. I mean, go ahead and drink that bleach. <laughs> if you, I, and, and, and I agree. I was like, if you're that stupid to do certain shit, then you may need to just That's an evolutionary on. decision. Right. That mm-hmm. is an evolutionary decision. That is a Darwin yeah. made a moment. It's just people determined not to do it. And even for me going across street to the market, there have been a couple of situations where they are literally fighting with someone to keep them from coming in or trying to put them out. So I don't even go to the regular market. I get my groceries delivered now because I don't want to be in a situation where somebody not respecting just boundary, like basic rules. This, you know, this. I will say this though. It was kind of cute early on. The market was kind of like the turn up. For, yeah, it was the, um, it was the club. It was the club. Because, but you just had people in the market wondering like, what you buying? I was just here yesterday. I don't even know. Everybody and that was, that was me. Like, that was me. Doing? Yeah, I would definitely go over the Safeway and just, you know, literally go through all the aisle when I've never done that shit before. I always did I want to get out, but it was it became a way to meet people or like say hi to people or run into somebody. But it was a it definitely was a turn up because people you could tell how people were dressing for a minute. Like you ain't been dressed in a couple days now. You, you sit up, you sit up in the frozen aisle with a fur coat on. Right. I had that quick visual. Mm-hmm. You looking like Martin over they won the lottery or whatnot. You were the food section. I saw a lot of like, I mean, people dress like this, but I saw a lot of like provocative dressing. And you could tell it was just to entice somebody. Like, I, None I had of the been on fashion was wearing clothes, underwear. They shut down everything. They said, I need to wear this someday. Right. <laughs> Most of the dudes wasn't wearing underwear. You saw oh, a lot of titties swinging. 
I was about to say, where that say, You know, the same way up here in Charles Village, but you could just stop back. And this was like around May, going into June. You people were just too much. It was overload. But you could tell how people was looking at each other and shit. Like, it was the turn up in April. People was wearing whatever the fuck they could find. Because there was everybody in there was ragging and shit. Everybody's in their pajamas. Then in May, people was dressing up. It was like, well, I ain't put clothes on in so long. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. I hadn't put on clothes in so long. I forgot I had a dress. <laughs> I yeah, like, that. I had put on, like, I had put on jeans that throw like, them away. I felt like I was mm-hmm. wearing the same thing every day. Like, I was like. <laughs> shit, if you was putting on clothes at all. Because it was I a couple of weeks there in a period where I was like, maybe I should just put, like, something new in. Like, right. <laughs> You know, I know I live alone, but did I take a bath? What day is it? My aunt Karen told me she gave me some good advice. She said, just one day put some jeans on just to see if you can still fit them. Yes, go. Make sure you can. I was wearing elastic every day, and I said, if this elastic Mm -hmm. starts getting tight, then we got a problem. Uh Question to the socialites. And yes, Muslima, I believe you. Welcome. Thank you for joining us, Candace. Tamika Muslima. And if you are following, by all means, join the group chat. Um, we are at Be Exposed Radio. This is the Cocktail Social. These are the socialites. And we are having a conversation about the the new rise in the coronavirus um, pandemic. And um, Muslima stated that it definitely would have slowed down a lot if they just shut things down. And that I, I agree. I think I think it would have if it was a united front, if everyone was on the same page and doing the exact same thing. But like it was stated, everybody was doing different things. Mm-hmm. Question: If they if they stated that there was a vaccine, would you take it? No, not at all. If they mm-hmm. if they stated that there was a COVID nineteen vaccine, would you take it? Oh, no, not 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 that first batch. Because no. it's not they, 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 they haven't had enough time to really research it to see. I mean, most of the time, vaccines take about <laughs> ten years or so to make. And so, love if, Walmart. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I just read the hell with funny as shit. Don't even see. No, Candy said it was Club Walmart last night. Look like a strip club. <laughs> I told you, like that's what the market started to be now. Just look at <laughs> look at people how they look at you. Everybody making eye contact now and checking out people. I'm my like, girl, you know you want this sauce. I went to market and I like I was speak like I I speak to people like you know just how you doing or whatever as I'm passing by That's and it was like people now. were scared to open their mouth and talk. I was like oh, okay, I just kept it on moving now. <laughs> so with that being said, if there was a vaccine. Like I said, not that first batch, because like I said, it takes, the, okay, first of all, this, this vaccination has been kind of put on a rush. So I just feel like, you know, they're not, it, it's not, um, they, I feel like that first batch, they're not going to have all the kinks worked out. Right. And, and as, as you know, you cannot sue the vaccination companies. They had, they, it was a rule put into play. I forget what year it was some years ago, that you cannot sue the vaccination company. So if you take this first batch of vaccination and adverse reaction, (laughs) you you can't 
sue them and say, oh, well, my loved one died because of this vaccination or, you I know. I a third arm a, you and know, that, no. Yeah, you can't, it's nothing, it's nothing you can do. You just be a three-arm-having person and there's nothing that you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you, you get the vaccine nowadays, you part of the phase one trials and shit. Like, you got to, they got to yeah, watch right. and see how this play out. They got to see yeah. how it affects childbearing women, how it affects their, their children once they have them. If the children are born with antibodies. How's it going to you 20 years Right. It was very irresponsible of Trump to, like, force them to rush. And and now and we know pharmaceutical companies, they're just trying to get the, the dollar. So they all yeah. trying to compete to who will get it first. And it's dangerous. And I, I'm that's why I, I, I'm making a conscious decision. And it's going to hurt me not to necessarily go back to the school uh, system uh, probably next year because I don't want to be forced to do something that I don't believe in or that may harm me. And I'm just not, I'm not willing to sacrifice that even for a passion. And at this point, I just feel like, you know, work on your immune system. You know what I mean? Work on getting healthy. Whatever little things you can do that can help build up your immune system, do so. You know what I mean? Don't be out here, you know, eating all sorts of crazy stuff. And then, you know, not only are you gaining weight because you're sitting at home, but then on top of that, you, you, you know what I'm saying? You're putting yourself at risk to basically die. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like Ms. Lena said, it takes 10 years to make, 10 years to find out if it works, and 10 years to hear them quiet midnight commercials talking about the class action lawsuit. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Who stated even I think it's shorter than that now because I know stuff that came out within like the last five or six years, they're already doing lawsuits on it. Is it? You know, a prep, certain prep medication is now people, they trying to get you to do lawsuits and that shit just came out in less than five years. So it's, it shit, it's less than that now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of torn on it. Um, because I get the one side and I agree with that. And I also agree on the other side. I think that there's a, a spot in the middle zone where we have been sadly uh, deprived of modernization in this country. You know, that we kind of still run everything on a very, like, low-tech track. Pretty I mean, technology <laughs> is growing, and but we haven't expressed that to other people. So we don't, so the greater public has no idea how fast technology is growing around them except for how fast their cell phone can go. But our bodies have not changed. I'm not talking about that. I'm not, that's not what I'm going at right now. I'm talking about literally just the, the track of medicine, the track of how things are moving, how research is happening. Mm-hmm. And then I think that if all of that was actually a part of daily life, it was a part of it, like how when you see the Jetsons and people understand that how things are working, then I think it would be easier to make more informed decisions instead of being because a lot of shit is anecdotal. A lot of shit is very just like, oh, well, my cousin said this. So you have some random person who gets lifted up and they give you, but they spout all this shit that, you know, that for real, somebody been saying forever, but now they become the go-to person. They have nothing to back up anything. And, but we turn away from, the actual science of what's happening. Science is not always bad. Science is not always the enemy. Education is not bad. Education is not always the enemy. 
And this is a whole other argument. I do agree about your bodies being natural, eating right, and all that other bullshit. And I'm talking about that there's another argument with these vaccines where people are completely just misinformed, like all together. I think also what happens is is that um, the term, you know, um, power corrupts, um, absolute, 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 absolute power corrupts absolutely. And I think with science, that is a prime example of what that looks like. And it, mm-hmm. there's a degree of transparency that doesn't happen when people are doing the, you know, when they are discussing and doing research about, you know, the vaccines and things of that nature. And that scares people on. But that's why we need to vote. When they talk about privatizing science and, and deprivatizing the pharmaceutical mm-hmm. company and all of that, those are those, that's literally what that's about. And then you have people who are fighting it. They're like, no, keep it private. For fucking what? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, and the reason I brought that up, because I, I'm, I'm torn, um, I recognize that there is some advances in science that could definitely be, be beneficial. But I also recognize because it's been, science has been militarized, mm-hmm. that people don't trust the individuals behind the science. They don't trust that they have the best interest of everyone. And not everyone operates that way. But when you see, when money is the fact, the primary focus, then people are like, okay, look, you're just trying to make a dollar and you'll give me a sugar pill and say that this is going to cure cancer. But then I'm dying out here because I'm believing that this will work. Well, on the, but on the flip side, it may actually be the cure. You get what I'm saying? So, and I think that a part of that is, is this transparency. Like, if you're going, this, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. When, when those people that's pushing those vaccines, like Bill Gates and the rest of them, start taking the vaccines first, then maybe I'll think about taking it. But if they're not going to take it first, I'm not taking it. But I also, know. with transparency, people have to be adult about transparency because a lot of things are transparent, but nobody goes and looks and reads it. Like simple shit, like tap water. You can literally go and read up on what's in your tap water, the levels that's going on for the day, what they checked on, if it's an issue, if there's any alerts, you can mm-hmm. go do it every day, but uh, is anybody doing it? Well, and, and then everybody's like, oh, well, nobody told me. But then I tell you about the shit and you still don't do it. But, but, it's, blind, but it's blind trust. It's blind trust. And, and we went from an age of Pisces where you was just believing and you, you, it was a, a age of believing. Now we're in an age of Aquarius where it's the age of knowing. And so now, you know, you have, you know, access to find out this information. But people have been dumbed down so damn much, they don't even know to go look for it. You know, they don't even know to go look mm-hmm. for it. Or where to look you know, for it. They don't even want to go look for it. Some motherfuckers, they just really want to argue. I think they think about it. There are some people who are literally just contrary and those are the loudest people. I agree. I think you tr- a lot of people trust in government or outside resources or whatever that they we trust them. You know, we trust that they're going to, you know, make sure that the, the water is, that we're drinking is good. And we trust that the food that they're putting in the market is good for us and stuff like that. But in all actuality, like you said, when you put money over people's health, you know what I mean? You're going to fail every time because you're not going to, you, you're making money off of people being sick. So how can you trust that I'm, you're not going to do something to deliberately get me sick? 
so that you can make money off of me. Most doctors don't cure you. I don't give a shit what doctor you go to. They're not there to cure you. They're there to treat your symptoms. That is it. They're just to make you comfortable so that you can keep coming back and buying these drugs that's going to eventually make your ass more sick than what you was when you started out. Like I seen seen a commercial about um, growing eyelashes, right? (laughs) And one of the side effects of growing your thicker, more beautiful, luxurious eyelashes was fucking blindness. So if you grow these eyelashes, now you can't, you may possibly go blind and not even see the effects that this particular medicine or whatever did. But your eyelashes are going to be luscious, baby. But did you read the fine print? It's a possibility. That don't mean that you should go ahead and take that medication, get them luxurious eyelashes. Like they had, they had one, one medication that one of the side effects was diarrhea with fame. So I'm like, okay, do you, do you, do you faint and then shit yourself, or do you shit yourself and then pass out? I mean, I think way, it depends on. I think oh, it depends no. on how much. <laughs> you just shit yourself so much you do faint. <laughs> right, like, like the side way, effects be worse than what the original illness is. Like, how does that work? <laughs> now, but there's oh, lots oh. of places where you can go, like, like you said, Christy, if you, if you take a chance and go and look for it. Like you can find research papers on just about anything. And it's not just US papers, it's papers written by doctors outside the country. A lot of times um, other countries are way ahead of the United States. I don't know what that's about where the United States won't take up some of the practices or some of the techniques and technologies of these other countries. If they can't make money off of it, they're like I said, they're not there to cure you. They're not there for that. They're there to treat your symptoms or whatever. If you if you get migraines, guess what? They're gonna give you a pill for the pain of a migraine, but it's not curing what's causing the migraine. So you're sure. just taking something to, to suppress the, the feeling of it, but you're not fixing the problem itself. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have people like Dr. Stubby that that cured stuff like AIDS, herpes, cancer. You know that type of stuff, but it's not mainstream. That that you know they, they don't put it out there mainstream, and then people like him all of a sudden just die mysteriously. Look how many how many holistic doctors have have just mysteriously died. Cause it's more it's more money in maintaining an illness than it is curing it. So they'll always work on you know prolonging the inevitable versus you know eradicating it and just getting rid of it altogether. Yes, changing, to be. changing the cocktail question. I think that was a wonderful discussion, y'all. Um, what is the most important question to ask on a first date? What is the most important question to ask on a first date? Are you single? <laughs> you gotta ask that. You gotta ask that before you get to the date down days. Mm, are you single? Are you single? What's and if they say, and if they say yes, that the follow up question, question is. But if, I mean, right. The follow up question is: Do they know that you're single? You and that fucks that. them up for a minute because they'd be like. <laughs> What do you mean? What are you talking about? Yeah, right. That bitch that you go home to every night, do they know you're single? Right. And that normally... Uh-huh. What if they're telling you the truth? 
Yeah, but you, in today's world, single? in today's world, the truth of not being of being single is very much more rare than somebody just looking for extra, you know, a plan A, B, or C. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, Candace said the, the important question that you ask on a first date is, how big are you? Oh, yeah. yes. That's, oh, that could be the number one. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but, you know, most times... That, that other stuff. <laughs> questions about sex, I can't... If, I, if, if we initiate the conversation, I'll oblige you by having the conversation, but at that point, I've lost all interest. Because you're, it's a me that tells me your interest only or is mostly in, in the area of sex. And that's well, really down the line for me. All right. So somebody else said, is there anyone who would be upset if they knew you were right out right now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that follow up question. Do they know you're single? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. That's the, okay. That's, that's gotcha. the, when you ask them, are they single? And they're like, yeah. And then you follow up with, well, do they know that? And then that dumbass look that they got in their face to tell you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. Or they might be looking at you dumb because they just told you that they were single and you asked them, but do you uh, do they know that and they are actually single? Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> another What's another question? Huh? Candace said, in all serious, the first question she asks is, why me? Mm. But why not I always you? I don't like that question. You know why? Because I was dating a guy and I was dating a guy and it made me feel like you know what you need to like, oh no yeah, I do. And um I enjoy it a lot. Um it's the fad in this in this side of town. Oh. <laughs> in my that neighborhood is a fad. <laughs> um what I was saying is is that he kept asking like why me? And I'm like, mm-hmm. why not you? Like, right. what is it about you that would make you so unappealing to me? That so that normally think, gives me the hint of insecurity. Yeah, I and I always question. think that you got like self-esteem issues. You yeah, are you so? Um, if I'm if I'm interested in you and I've expressed having attraction for you, then apparently I want you. I'm not. If I wanted your money, then the first thing I would say is, okay, how much money you do? Everything would be about money. But if I'm like, look, I want to spend time with you. I want to be intimate with you. I want to get to know you. Then apparently I am attracted to you. Well, so maybe you the question, I mean, maybe it's just a shorter way to ask, what is it about me that attracted me to you? Maybe that's just a shorter way to ask that question. A lot of these questions tell, normally tell me what you're used to getting um, and who you're used to being with. So that normally is a red flag to me also because that um, that means you've gone through this in a cycle. So what is your, what will be your reaction? Will you believe that I am who I say I am? Mm-hmm. I th- one of my, well, the le- when I was dating, when I was out there, um, <laughs> my question was, what is your purpose in dating? Mm. Like, what are you out here dating for? Is it for companionship are you looking for marriage you just trying to you know have a, a fuck buddy like what we'll, we'll be doing you know yeah. not us in general but what are you trying to do so if they told you that they just want you for a fuck buddy would you be okay with that if that's what i was into at the time sure mm-hmm. See, that's but if that's not where i was then you know we can stop we can enjoy our meal and go or i can take mine to go right now 
Right. I know one of my questions that I try to ask a lot, uh, and it's based on my experience. Are you working right now? Now, okay. it doesn't mean that I'm not going to talk to you if you're not working, but it normally lets me know what you are, what your intentions are. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. and, and and for me, it's always like, especially like the first couple of dates, is always a 50-50 thing because I want to see how much you are invested in this versus how much I'm invested in this. And it has to be somewhat equal. And I don't want to take care of anybody. So I want to know that even if you're not working, how are you taking care of yourself? You know, that's important to me because in the up, if this does work, I don't want to be anybody's caretaker. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, I, I, but so that that's normally one of the questions I always ask. And I follow that up with, it doesn't mean that if you're not working, you know, because some people, sometimes people lie, but Esau. I think yeah. that's a, for me, based on my experiences, that's an important question for me to ask. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I always ask, like, do you have any children? Yeah. yeah that's I always want to know if they have, if they have any children. <laughs> do you have any? Because how me, many? How old to me, are they? Yeah, how many baby mamas? And my my follow up question uh, to that is, when they say no, or they say they got one or two, or I mean, you ask them how many are you claiming, and then I I always have a good follow up question because sometimes people be finagling the truth for shit. Well, I got three. What what is your relationship like with your children's mother? Yes, John. Yes, Lord. That matters. You got to ask what their relationship like with the child. That is very important to me. That's very now, honestly, um, that's very important to me. I Mm -hmm. am one. If you have children and you're not active in your child's life, that is a big turn off to me. And Mm -hmm. I will I will be like, okay, well, we you can't have a conversation until you start showing up for your child, whoever, how many. That's a big thing for me. But I do ask that question only because I don't want the I don't like drama. Um, I don't want any of that. Don't have my child around. I need if you are if you are trying to work out some things, I need you to go ahead on and communicate and deal with that before you start going out and trying to involve another person in your situation. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, that's an important question. When I'm but you know what? I honestly think that people don't ask. They don't date anymore. So that I, I I think people just jump right into if we fuck, we go together. And I've always been one that just because we had sex, we're not, that don't mean we're together. I don't even think they're, they're happenstance. Well, it did, we, they just happen to be in a, I think it just happens because nobody, you know, even I, I tried some of the dating apps and my frustration is everybody thinks dating now is a ploy to get sex. So let's chill at home or let's, you know, let's do something. no. Like I, I need to see you outside of my residence. I need to see how you gonna eat at the table if we at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I need, like I, need to, I need to see who will I need to see you go for that wallet when the bill comes. I need right. to see what, what that look like. Is is this gonna you be know, you just gotta offer because another thing too, and also I need to see how you how you conduct yourself. Like another turn off for me and 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 is when you are too amped up for no reason. 
So it's like mm-hmm. if you are you dealt with a lot of crackheads, huh? Hey, my man. You done dealt with a lot of crackheads, huh? No, no. I just dealt with a lot of I just dealt with a lot of uh, uh people from the inner city. And those individuals, you know, they just yelling and just being extra. Yeah. I can take I can take ghetto, but you have to have some cooth about yourself. Like when we're inside. Bring your fucking volume down. Well, and that's well, what I'm well, again, that, that if you go out to a restaurant and you be able to tell as mm-hmm. soon as you walk in the door, yeah, because they start looking all up in the ceiling and feeling on the drapes and all that stuff, you know they ain't used to shit. <laughs> you, you just getting home? No, wait, wait. Are we getting? I'm about we to eating say, off of real plates? They said we eating off of real plates. <laughs> what if they do that at a at a restaurant? What if they do it at McDonald's? They go into McDonald's and they start feeling on shit. Oh, this is oh, nice. Yeah. What kind of furniture is this? That's mm-hmm. when you know you. I'm <laughs> ill. What's ill? What's that? I don't like that. See, for me, even on the first thing, I don't even like doing anything that's costly. Maybe, you know, maybe like the stable or, you know, maybe a movie or something. I don't even like doing anything that's going to cost shit, anything. Movies because, ain't cheap no more. Shoot, by the time you buy the right. tickets and the, and, the, and the popcorn and all that other stuff, shoot, you, you might be spending like at least 50, 60 dollars. Mm-hmm. People don't want to date any most. I'm not going to say everybody because I think the ones of us that's on here we are open to it if we're, we're you know, not already in a relationship. But there's a lot of people that the idea of dating is so, like, oh, like, let's just go like, home you and, gotta, and feel. You got to interview a lot of frogs in the dating world nowadays. Like, um, when I was on, I was on that, that date I was on that date night. But I I decided how I wanted to date. And I, I wanted to date. So I... I invited this Girl, guy. I need to. I need to interview you on your own because that app. I never heard nobody say nothing good. That About. you are the only, literally. I, I met him on the way off the app. I promise you, I was on my way off. Oh, but I, I got this guy. We went out. I told him I wanted to go to the sushi spot. We get out there, and he was just—he was clueless, like. It's fine if you've never had sushi. It's fine if that's not been your experience. I'm I'm open to, you know, experiencing new experiences with you, whatever. But if everything is just like, oh, G. Willikers, this is amazing. Like, oh my God. First of all, they say G. Willikers. That's a that's a like Willikers, that was the vibe he was given. Like, that's oh, the vibe. Wow. I don't, I don't know nothing about this. Oh wow! Oh, girl, boy, this this rice and fish. Oh, wow. Like I just I I couldn't do it no more. Like I'm too old to be teaching. You know, well, I'm gonna if, leave you for somebody that's more your speed. Role. Yeah, right. Like I need somebody that's more my speed. And I think mm. for anybody who may be watching or listening or whatever, like it's okay to decide that you want somebody your speed you're not looking down on nobody you're not being uppity none of that you just decide mm-hmm. what you want for yourself mm-hmm. and it's okay it. it's and, and i yeah. think a lot of us have been kind of bashed for wanting what we want like I, I want somebody who appreciates the art even if you're not an artist if you're not you've never been to a play you gotta have an open mind because that's my life and if you're not willing yeah. to open yourself up and I've dated people that was like, man, that ain't my thing. Well, uh, dessert. I ain't your yeah. thing. 
Because this ain't gonna work. Wait a minute. Why Candace gonna say she had a boyfriend who oh, did okay, McDonald's okay. and when she broke up with him, he asked her for two years worth of McDonald's. Oh wow. Well Candace, I, I, I had some people I had a, I had a um uh 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 someone say the same thing that they was with someone and when they broke up they had a ledger of all of the things that they had brought them, and so they was like, Well, give it all back. So they like like had taken them to Hawaii and some other places, and then it was like you know after they broke up because um, mm-hmm. they were like okay you owe me for the trip and the individual was like how is it that I owe you when I didn't even I didn't even ask you to go there but see but see in those in those situations you have to be the one to say hey that's too much right now we don't really have that strong of a commitment because there are a lot of people who still are going out on dates for free dinner. And and like being wined and dined, but that comes with a okay. cost because there are expectations behind those gifts and those luxuries. So you know you have to be prepared to say, you know what? Uh, if and even if you do go, pay your own way. Don't let them pay your way because that that's an expectation. Come on, you don't dinner, know how you t- testing yourself. Trips to Hawaii is one thing, but dinner is a whole nother something. If you treat, I'm eating. Yeah, but I, and I'm a person that there's a point in that some people know there's nothing going on between me and this person, and they still go out to dinner. There's some people like me. I know what's in the first couple moments whether I'm gonna be able to deal with this or not. It may be me, it may be them. I know. So those when those situations, I'm gonna pull out my card and be like, no, let's I just you know, let's just go have one then. But there mm-hmm. are still winding and dining. For for a meal, those struggle dates, those survival dates, and I oh, don't you, don't get me wrong, I dated a lot of slippery earls, and I would <laughs> definitely, especially in college, I if that if that Fridays was across from in Mondawmin when I was at Coppin, they would have knew my name. I would have had my own book in it. You said I, you I, dated you dated a lot of slippery earls. Yeah. We, you know that we, we know the age range of you know the age range. Yeah, yeah. I they know like, they like to they like to feed you. They like to feed you. They think that's cool. drivers. I got you. Right. Can yeah. drivers. Oh yeah. <laughs> they they got slippery earls on with sweatpants. Right. Mr. Terry, you know. They wear dress socks on Saturdays. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I think we all been there. <laughs> but that was that was a youthful ignorance. But when you start getting around, you know, some of our ages, you start, you know, it's survival. And and if you on that still on that survival mode, mm-hmm. uh like I, know what you're getting yourself into. And but I've been treated on vacation. But before. isn't that what dating is all about? It's kind of like you, you fishing. You know, you're not, not like always going to... After a month, it's not... That's not dating. That's setting you up for what they want. And you got to be... If you're not looking for anything beyond that, it's going to be some issues when you come back from that trip and you ain't on them terms with that person. Because they was like, bitch, I just took you to fucking Jamaica. What the fuck is the problem? And now you got to... Now you got this aggressive situation... Cause you just play with this all, I'm not. I'm not going out of the country with anybody that I don't mm-hmm. like that well. I don't. Yep. Ca- I don't care. Yeah. Like to me, I, I think a lot of times people. Along with that. People. Mm-hmm. People try to throw money. You know, like I've had. You know, people be like, oh, you know, I can buy you Where this. I can buy you that and this and the other. 
And it's like, I'm not impressed. Right. You know what I mean? Because anything that, that you offer me, either I can get it for myself. And mm-hmm. if not, and th- and you're somebody that I don't like, I'm not going out of the country with you. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm just mm-hmm. not doing it. Because right. if, if I don't like I'm, if I don't like you here, I'm not gonna like you in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. But but you know it's people out there that's getting what they can get while <laughs> yeah, they can sure. get it, and, and and that and they be the ones that end up in. I mean, Lord forbid, but mm-hmm. they, they be the ones that end up in a in a in a little gully somewhere, yeah. and 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 people. Tell no, them, they be the ones stuck in Jamaica. Don't play with somebody's feelings. Yeah, don't play with people's feelings. I just I just was watching. But you know what I think, and they were talking about that, and a guy said. He took the girl to, I think they had went to Hawaii, and she got there, and she started acting real funny, like she didn't want to have sex, and she didn't want to, and they would, that's the conversation that got them him to want to take her there, like fulfilling something she ain't never did before. He said he changed that room and told them people, do not give her no ticket to my room, and he ended up finishing his trip, going home, and she had to figure out how to get home. And wow. I was like, ooh, girl, that's why you got to buy your own ticket. You got to have your um, own money when you go. Well, to well, like, that was, to but my thing to her, so, I mean, Hawaii ain't, ain't, ain't a bad place to be left, but at the same time. It ain't It ain't a good place to be <laughs> left. You, money, your you ain't got no money. Right. You ain't got no money. You ain't got no money. She had to, she had to call home. When she messed up that. Right. <laughs> She had to call home to get okay. money to stay you there. You going out with somebody, you're supposed to have your own money because oh, I I've, I've, I've had I've had a guy when I was in college um invite you know both my my roommate and my other you know another friend of ours out for dinner. Now mm-hmm. he invited us. Now when you invite somebody out, that means you're paying. And yes. if you're not paying, you need to specify that before yes. we get out. That so is, we goes out. Mm-mm. We goes out with our food, everybody ate this and the other. The bill came. This dude was like, uh, yeah, I had the um I had the lemonade and um and yeah, and I, so he was divot trying to get the bill so he could get his stuff off of there to figure out what he what he, yeah. you know, ordered. That's a good way of getting After you invited everybody out. out. I hate it. If, and my rule is when I'm out with certain groups of people, groups period. Or I'm out with somebody who I don't see me going any further with this person. I always, hey, how are you doing? So can you put this on a separate bill? Up front. Up front. Even if I was asked to come out. Can you put this on a separate tab? Thank you. And just carry on with the conversation. Mm-hmm. So you you do what? Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they know yeah. what the deal is. And it's not an expectation. Mm-hmm. That happened to me. And when I tell you one time was all I needed. I had to call home yeah. to get my mother that put money in my account. Now, mm. I, I've always, I was raised, I was raised by old school. I, my, my uncles are old school pimps in my mind. Mm-hmm. And so that way, if I invite you, in their mind. Just, yeah, in their <laughs> mind too. But <laughs> if, if I invite you out, my intent is to pay. Mm-hmm. Right. I invite you right. out. You know, if yeah. we say we're going out and, someplace. And, and, and another thing, Another thing, when you go like I'm I'm the type of person too, like just because you paying, that don't mean I'm gonna order the most expensive thing on the menu just because I know you paying. Right. Mm-hmm. Now if you say get what you want and you really mean get what you want, then right. I'm gonna get what I want. But I'm not, you know, you got some people that be like, Oh, they paying. 
so now all of a sudden they that now all of a sudden you eating lobster and 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 and, and steak and all this other stuff. Lobster you, you know, could never afford. Yeah, that you could. Can afford. I get that and crab imperial, please? I like the crab emperor. <laughs> I want the crab <laughs> emperor. Emperor. Um, <laughs> And, that um, empire. Can I? I want to try and that. Let me let me get let me get a glass of uh, a max. Molat. Can I get some of that Molat? That mo that mo and that key that But we know we all know those people though. We all know those people who are still doing it. I I've never agreed with that. Uh, I want to say, well, it was a little small period where that's what I was about because I was in college. But other than that, I but I still I would have enough for me if if the tables got turned somehow or the rug was flipped underneath for me, I would always have enough to pay for what I got. But it's my I know grandmother always told me have enough to get your ass home. Yes. Um, and that's have right. enough have enough to get home and have enough. To you know, feed yourself. Don't, yeah. don't eat what's don't eat beyond what's in your pocket. So mm-hmm. if you only got twenty dollars, exactly. don't you order that damn fifty dollar lobster? And you know damn well you only got twenty dollars. You better go to that motherfucking appetizer menu and and eat what's on that appetizer. You better get you some chicken fingers and fries, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. she was. I'm gonna just, just have some onion rings. That's it. I'm watching my figure. I want the I want the house salad. <laughs> you got some? Can I get some hot tea and a cup of ice, please? That's it. You, you got to know your lemon. No, you just get water with a bunch of make your own lemonade. Right. This is funny. No, this is this, I'm eating green now, so I'm trying to be you know. Candace said, "Can I get a number nine with two apple pies and a peach tea?" Mm. <laughs> that's Candace knew how much money she had in her pocket at that moment. So that's, that's that confident yeah. ordering. Yeah, she did oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm good. I'm good. She like I get this every week. It's nine eighty four. Like that. That's why even when I would go out on dates, I would if somebody offered me a date, I I always go tell them go to a restaurant that was like nice, a nice atmosphere. It wasn't gonna break the pockets because I never wanted to be that person that was just eating away at somebody's pockets. Mm. But, yeah, that <laughs> that was the question. Let we got time for maybe one or two more questions. Anybody got a question they want a topic they want to talk about? No, I, I think I have a question. I think I have a question. So. If you're with some, and I, I did a show last night, and this was the, the topic we brought up. So, if you are having sex with somebody and it's horrible, whether you like them or not, and it's horrible, do you tell that person in that moment, or do you tell them at all, or you just chalk it up to a bad experience? I tell them in that moment. It depends. It depends. Um, it depends. It depends I mean, I'm about to say, I think about this, and I told you that one situation I could sit on a bag and kept it moving. But uh, wait, I can't. I need you to put that story in a bottle. I don't give a fuck about that story. It is what it is. Because that spit that was, uh, but that was literally what happened, and it was bad. It was loose. It was disgusting, and I didn't like it. 
You know, I'm a know, I've had some bad experiences and I just I just never went back. If I like you, I tell you. I modify my if yeah, I, I like you, I, I tell like you. Person, that's yeah, I mean, if I like you, I tell you. Because I'm gonna tell you, you should for be me, liking anybody for, that you that that you going there with, like if you have a sex with them, at that point you should you have to like them at least a little bit. I mean a little bit, but it depends Not on if I, see, if I see I if I see if I see a longer if I'm saying when I say if I like you, I'm saying I'm in I'm wanna invest more time into you. So mm-hmm. if I'm intending on being there for a little bit longer, then I and for me, with bad sex may not be the same with bad sex with someone else. Mm-hmm. I'll for say me, this. bad sex is a lack of intimacy, and that's when I will I will let you know, like, okay, I don't like that. And sometimes I've gotten a little bit better with tact because before I know I used to be kind of harsh. And I was like, yo, that's some elementary shit that you just did. And you, you <laughs> fuck like you was a virgin. So Trash. <laughs> that, but then I had to modify that because honestly, I think a lot of people, they don't have nobody to really school them. Mm-hmm. And intimacy, like having sex is a really, really vulnerable thing. It's very traumatic, actually. So when you don't know that, you'll get around there and you may damage them for the rest of their life with your response or lack of response. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, you gotta, gotta be sensitive about how you approach that situation. But me, if I really, really jam off with you, I'm gonna I'm let you know. But I if to. I really feel like I'm never gonna see you again and I'm never gonna do this again, I'm gonna just go ahead and take it as an L and just be like- Why waste your time? My, my, they thought something was wrong with me. I'm not gonna go through with something that's not fulfilling to me. That's you know I don't care how long it is or how tr- I gotta stop because it's not I'm well, about to fall asleep. But what, but I feel what, like if they don't like have the tools, if they don't have the proper tools for the job, like sometimes they, you know you have people that have the proper tools but they don't like really a, know how to use them. Like a, and then you have some people who just don't have the tool at all. When you say tools, are you speaking of a hammer and a pickaxe? <laughs> whatever you want to call it, whatever, whatever you want to call it. means to pleasure, like come on, guys. Like there are other means to pleasure, and it depends. I think you have to kind of examine what about it makes it not pleasurable to you. Like, is Very it? Good. If you don't go to you random pumping, is is it's not good. Somebody spit on my back. That's that shit. I plop <laughs> plop pleasure. Okay, but then you gotta say that. Like, hey, listen, that's, 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 that's me. That's not my thing. Right. Right. So I mean, you know, you gotta be able to have the conversation to say that don't get me off, but this does. Like Blue said, like sometimes like for me it takes a lot for me to even want to do it. So if I'm there and it's just boring and dry and uninteresting, you know, I'ma say go call Kay. Maybe she'll have something in her book for you, but <laughs> I'm not going to waste my time. I'm not, and especially if you're not willing to learn or understand that this is a shared experience. It's not right. one-sided. Right. I'm, I'm out. Now, that, I'm out. I think you make a valid point. Like, if, if they, they aren't open to receiving, mm-hmm. yeah, you can kick rocks and blow bubbles, but... But, you know, some people just, they think they the shit, and you like... What that's what Candace said. She said... Candace said that's why a lot of men are walking around mad because you got women lying and not saying nothing at all. Yeah, yeah. 
And the yeah. same thing with it's vice versa because mm, it's a I'm lot of females thinking it, it's a lot of women out here think they got good wop and they got that motherfucking sandpaper between their legs and they, they got, got that quicksand. It's quick a whole say. lot of fucking women that think that sex is only about if the dick is good, not worrying, and they just want to lay there thinking that their pussy just gonna do all the work. Just oh, just. Just put that's, it in and go you, off. That's God, what you call a pillow princess. That's a pillow princess. And a whole lot of lazy ass pussy running around this city. I'm telling you. They mm. pillow princesses. Yeah. And, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We could be cool if we were cool before, but no. we're not doing this again. Over it. Over it. That's a lot of energy that you're putting into somebody, even if you're not in a relationship with them. That's a lot of energy. And if they're not willing to learn or nobody's ever told them, that's like you might just go start messing with virgins. Like you're not really trying to, it ain't even, I mean, yes, energy, spirit, Aquarius, moons, and stars. Well, if this shit is just a one-night stand, y'all met somewhere and just decided to fuck off real quick because y'all both wanted that nut, and then it just ended up being bad. I think that was what I was thinking of, if you're going to tell them. Because if you're really sharing some shit with somebody and you love them or you like them or whatever the fuck, we'll tell them. But if it's Mm -hmm. just a nut, then you just get out of there like, all right, ain't going to go down that road again. Now, Also, you know what? And, uh, uh, Jonathan, another time I will tell you is if I'm trying to bust your fucking bubble. Like if you arrogant yeah. and you oh, went in there, bad. Bad. Like you, was shit, and you cocky as a motherfucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially that one that was talking all that shit all this time, yeah. and yeah. I'm gonna I'm tear the fear off of that shit. Yeah, all types of people had that happen. Everybody and then, is a porn star. And then they go over and sucking their thumb before before <laughs> five minutes in. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Or or they cared. Everybody a porn star. Everybody's a porn star. Everybody, yep. And they pull out that bullshit, and then they oh, they bust real quick, and then they done. That mm-hmm. one and done, and I mean really done. Like yeah, I, over. I, I ain't going back to that. You you haven't that. even you haven't even started sweating yet. You like what's you are? <laughs> you still in the You looking like Whitney Houston and fucking wearing that thing? This nigga growling like it's shit going on. Nigga, well, I still feel sweat. it's chilly in here to be right now. What the fuck is going you on? You know, you I'm telling you, you know what the worst shit is is when a chick talk about she's gonna ride, she's gonna ride, 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 and then get up there and it's like, what the fuck are you? And she keep she needs training wheels and shit. She get and they're talking about I'm tired. She keep needing you in your side. What? <laughs> 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 oh, we gotta go. So I'm giving homework. Battle. Everybody go home and look up Tantric Sex. The end. Isn't it the best? Look up what? But there's a lot yeah. of dummies out here though, so you gotta be able to have <laughs> mind control. To have that, that's homework for everybody because we really gotta go. Yeah, it is a rat. It's a oh, yeah. Rat. Oh, mother is speaking. Yeah, mother yeah. is. Yeah, mother, she put us out. That's all. Mother is is beckoning us to end. Um, and so <laughs> to my kit and cats. Out in Facebook land. This is the cocktail social. I'm your host, Blue Waters. These are the socialites. 
This is Be Exposed Radio, and I hope you join us next week for another fun-filled cocktail social. See you mm. then. Good Are day. you okay now, mother? Dropping their mother on somebody. No, this is called Wayne. It's called Wayne. Wayne.